The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, my friend, welcome to this episode of the Top Dog Trading Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why professional traders often get their trades filled before you do. What the heck is going on? Do they have an edge? Well, going to tackle this with a little bit of detail, but it's not going to be a long podcast today, but I do want to give you the nuances. So it all revolves around this. There are three places where your orders can be held before they are filled. And those three places, real quickly, are number one, on your computer. Number two, at your broker's server. And number three, your orders can be held right at the exchange. So let's talk about each one of those. And believe it or not, each one has advantages and disadvantages that you'll want to consider depending on the type of trading that you do. All right, so first of all, your order, after you place your order, believe it or not, when you put it into your execution platform, it can be just held on your computer, right there, your local computer, your hard drive. So is there anything good about that? Yep, there is. Here's what's good about that. Let's say that you're a day trader and you place an order and it's a buy stop. So you're saying, okay, if the market reaches this level, let's say you're going long, I want to be filled at that price. And you place the order and then you have technology problems. Maybe your internet service fails or your computer crashes. Now, if you're a day trader, let's say you're a scalper, let's take this to the extreme, and your computer goes down or your internet service goes down, then your order will not be filled. It will never leave your computer. And that could be a good thing because if the order did get filled and then your computer goes down, crashes, your order could be filled if it didn't reside on your computer. In other words, if it went straight to the exchange and now you're flying blind, you've got a live position in the market, but you can't see it. You can't see your charts. You can't see what's going on with the market. You don't know if you bought and then the market turned around and went screaming down. Maybe some news or gossip came out and the market's just tanking at 100 miles an hour. You don't know. That's a bad position to be in, right? Especially if your whole system and money management and everything is based on scalping for, you know, a few pennies, pips, ticks, whatever. Okay, no bueno. Muy bad. <laughs> okay, that's how great my Spanish is. So in that case, um, that's an advantage of having your orders held on your own local computer. Of course, the bad thing is what? You're getting a slower fill. Again, not good for scalpers because if you are a scalper and you're just looking for those few pips, ticks, or pennies, um, you want to get into the market queue as fast as possible. But no, if that order is held on your computer, it's got to go from your computer, typically to your broker, and then from your broker to the exchange. Now, you know, it's not going to take hours or even minutes for that to happen. We're talking nanoseconds, probably. But um, still, if you're a uh, very 
fast trader, a scalper, then hey, every nanosecond can help. So that is, and you will, by the way, you will be um, in the queue after and literally per the subject of our webinar to, or of our uh, podcast today, you will be filled after the professional traders who are perhaps entering their trades right at the exchange. Maybe they're trading right at the exchange, or maybe they've got their servers right there in the building of the exchange, etc. All right. So yeah, you will get uh, put into the queue after them. And what can happen? Well, gosh, um, the price of the market might change. So you're going to get a slower fill, and that means you might get a worse price. So it's not just about the speed. What's the ramification of getting placed into the order queue later? Well, the ramification, the very practical ramification is you may not get the price you wanted, or you might not get filled at all. If you get a limit order and the price moves before your order comes up in the queue, maybe you don't get filled at all and you don't get your trade. If you got a market order in, Okay, yeah, you'll get filled, but not at a good price, or at least not at the price you wanted. And again, depending on what your time horizon is for your trades, that may or may not be as big of an issue. But if you're scalper just going for a few ticks, then that's a big issue. If you're more of a position trader, okay, maybe not as big. So that's why I say it kind of depends, and there's pluses and minuses. So that's the first place that your order can reside is on your local computer. Now, the second place is it could go from your computer straight to your broker server and be held there. And when I say held there, I mean until price action hits that level at which you have said, yeah, here's where I want to get in. So typically in this situation, again, we're talking about a, a buy stop or a sell stop where the order is being held there and you're waiting for the market to reach that price level. So now you've, you're in the queue sooner because it's no longer on your computer. So you're one step closer to it being at the exchange that's on your broker service. So the good thing is it's faster, obviously, than being on your computer. Um, and you'll, um, get filled even if your computer or internet connection goes down. And that's a good thing. Well, wait a minute, Barry, you just said that's a bad thing. Okay, again, it goes back to depending on what type of trader you are. Yes, that is a bad thing if you're a scalper. That could be horrendous. But because you'll be flying blind, you're going to be flying blind either way. That's that is the downside. But again, if you're a swing trader, let's say that you're trading daily charts and you say, okay, you know what? Um, I'm going to place my buy stop above the high of the day. And if it gets above there, boom, good, I want to be in. And I'm looking to hold this position for a few weeks. Well, then what happens in the next two minutes may not be as important to you. You can pick up your phone, call your broker, say, hey, you know, got this problem. And if you didn't get time to put it in your stop or it didn't automatically go in, it's not programmed to go in, you can at least tell your broker, hey, you know, give me a protective stop here at this order. Um, and because I don't have access to my own computer here and therefore manage your risk and, you know, probably be okay. By the way, good time to remind you that you should always have your broker on speed dial. So you just have to press one button for emergencies like this and you should have it on uh, various types of technology. So definitely on your cell phone, also on your landline. If you have a landline, a lot of people don't have landlines these days anymore. Also look at what kind of um, phone you have, whether you have to actually plug it into the electrical um, 
outlet or not. So the old phones back in the days of yore, uh, when I was a whippersnapper and knee-high to a grasshopper, uh, our phones did not connect to an electrical outlet. So, and you can still get phones like that. So if you have um, an electrical outage at your house and you have a phone that requires being hooked into an electrical outlet, then you will not be able to use your landline. So that's a problem. And um, so I always have a phone that is an old-fashioned phone that just connects into a, um, a telephone jack without the requirement of an electrical um, plug. And again, another issue is a lot of people these days now are using uh, phones that are VOIP, voiceover protocol, and it's internet. So that's what the I is there for, obviously. So if your internet goes down, now your phone goes down too. In other words, you don't have redundancy, right? And so you want to have redundancy so that you can, whichever area of technology goes down, if the cell phones or cell phone towers crash or whatever, you know, you have a way of um, reaching your broker. Okay, so a little sideline there, but um, it does fit in with this as well, because we are talking about um, problems with technology, and you got to be able to have some way of then managing your risk. And in this case, it's going to be reaching your broker. Now, the bad side of having the order reside on your broker server is that, again, it's going to be a little slower fill than if the trade went straight to the exchange. So it's got to take that one extra step from, now you've saved the step from going from your computer to your broker, but you're still sacrificing the step of from your broker to the exchange. So until that price is hit in the market, it's going to reside at your broker's computer and our server. And then it's got to go to the exchange and be put into the queue at the exchange. And then you'll be put into the end of the queue at the exchange, meaning that, again, you may not get the fill you want, maybe after the professionals, and you may get slippage or you may not get filled at all. Okay, and then uh, the third place, of course, that the order can reside is obviously, I'm sure you probably figured it out by now, it can reside at the exchange itself. So if it resides at the exchange, well, the best thing there now is it's probably self-evident to you. You get the fastest fill because you're put into the queue at the exchange in a first-in, first-out type of system. And, you know, that's really the fastest that you're going to get. So very bueno. That's the opposite of no bueno, by the way. Very bueno. Um, <laughs> and the bad, of course, again, as you can probably tell by now, is if your technology and your and your computer, your internet, whatever goes down, yep, you're flying blind, may not be able to get out quick. And if the market conditions turn against you, then you may not even want to get filled, right? That could be the issue. Maybe market's condition changes and you say, oh, shoot, okay, I'm not filled yet, but oh, something's changed here. I don't want to get filled anymore. Um, but boom, your technology goes down and you're flying blind. You can't see it. You can't prevent your order from getting filled. You can't put a uh, protective stop in. So again, you're back to calling your broker, slow road to China. And um, yeah, so those are the uh, pluses and minuses. You know, it's an imperfect world. So everybody always wants to know, well, what's the best way? What's the perfect way? What you need to do is just like anything else in trading, it's risk management. And so you need to look at the whole thing and say, okay, you know, here's what uh, risk I'm willing to take and then not have traders remorse 
when you say, okay, I've decided I want this advantage and I'm willing to give up that disadvantage. When the disadvantage hits you, you just say, that's okay. You know what? I already have accepted that as part of my trading methodology, which is the type of orders that I'll place and uh, all of that. And therefore, it's going to happen once in a while. When it does, that's cool. I have uh, decided in my own mind to accept that risk, and there will always be another trade. So no big deal. I would say the most important thing in all, of all is to prevent your um, catastrophic losses. So as you're weighing these pluses and minuses and trying to decide what's best for you, one thing that you'll definitely want to weigh in on is catastrophic losses because these can take a long time to recover from. Missing a trade here or there, right? Not a big deal. Like I said, there'll always be another trade. But catastrophic losses, yeah, those are the ones that take a long time to recover from. So I would put that high in the priority of your consideration. Also, the um, the rules for all three of these as to where your um, stops and your orders will reside are going to vary. They'll vary depending on your broker, your software, the exchange that you're trading through, the market you're trading, whether you're trading stocks, forks, futures, whatever. So therefore, I can't give you one um, clear answer for everybody. You will have to do a little research on your own. It's going to depending on, oh, by the way, another thing it highly depends on is the type of order you're placing. So for example, I've been using the example of a stop order here, but that's going to be treated differently than perhaps a OTO order um, or a, a TIF order, touch a field order, which could be treated very differently than a bracket order, which could be treated differently than a market or limit order. So these are all variables, brokers and um, exchanges can treat these orders, these types of orders differently. So the best thing to do, go to the website of your broker, check it out, get all the information you can there first, and that might be all that you need. But get educated there first with your broker, the type of trading you're doing, and the market you're trading, and the exchange you're trading. Then if you still have questions, then pick up the phone, call the support team at your brokerage firm, and ask them your specific questions. But Again, don't call them until you become educated and know the terminology. It's very important when you call your broker, you're going to frustrate them to tears and they're probably not going to be very patient with you if you don't know the correct terminology and you don't come with them or come to them with some pre-education and you don't read what's on their website. And it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna frustrate you, it's gonna frustrate them. Um, that's not a good idea. So get all the education you can first there, and then go to them with that pre-education. All right, my friends, well, I hope you found that helpful. By the way, I do have two special free offers for you today. So today, two free offers, two in one actually. Number one, I'm going to give you my cycle indicator. This is an indicator that I use on every single trade that I take. I mean, seriously, literally every trade that I take, I use this. I find it super accurate to time my entries with great precision. I'm going to give that to you absolutely free. It works on any charting platform, any time frame. It's very ubiquitous. Number two, I'm going to give you one of my favorite trade strategies, the complete trade strategy called the rubber band trade. It has a very, very high win-loss ratio. It's simple. And that's one reason why I give it out to everybody because it is so simple. I can teach it to you whether you day trade, swing trade, stocks, forks, futures. It's a price pattern that is rarely taught. In fact, 
I think I made it up. I don't know if anybody else teaches this. So I, I'll teach you two in 26 short minutes in a free video that I'll give you. Uh, you can get both of those by going to one webpage. That webpage is topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. Again, that's www.topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. And the trade strategy is so good. I personally use this every day it sets up. So it's not a has-been trade. It's one that still works all the time. And you can try it with no obligation. Prove it to yourself that it works for you as well as it does for me. Try it on a simulator or demo account. It's a true try-before-you-buy offer. Well, actually, no. It's a try-and-never-buy offer because it is my gift for you as being a podcast listener. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.